Was there anything you want to address? Uh, yeah. Uh, I've got one eye. Uh, got an uh, got an eye infection. Might as well start there. Yeah. Doesn't feel like we've started. No, I know. It, it's going. It is going. Everything's on board. Let's see if I can find something to start us off. <laughs> <laughs> Have I got anything? Uh, I think I deleted everything. I've deleted everything. Everything. I can show you a Christmas. Uh, home home videos are fucking strange, mate. Have you got home videos in your family? No, we never had a camcorder when we were kids, so they never really recorded anything. Yeah, do you do it like nowadays? Have videos of iPhone? Do you document any happy occasion? Um, no, not really. Not not without the intention of making a video out of it. I don't just have footage of... Like you like and your Christmas wife having a good time, 2012 or yeah, whatever. you don't like, have that. No, nah. it's the most it's the it's the most psychopathic thing in the world. I think it's so strange because we've had them. My family's yeah. had them, and I recently found them all again when I was down because it's coming to Christmas. Oh, let's look at all the old videos. <laughs> and it's like it just feels so strange to if you were ever to show your home video to anybody else, I don't think they'd understand. Well, or it would it would be so surreal, so voyeuristic. Yeah. Because it's not even that, like, oh, you're doing stuff embarrassing. It's like, no, this is me when I was, like, 12. You have no idea what that's like. You probably, I mean, you probably recognised me when I was 16. I was just full of anger and burning things. Mm. Uh, poking poking my eyes out. And then just, I do feel, that I'm, I feel more <laughs> ambitious now that I've got this eye patch. Yeah. I don't know why. Ready to take over some Ready shit. Ready to dominate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just ready to like I don't know invest in Starbucks in the 80s or whatever it is yeah. number number one did number one number two yeah I, did in Austin Powers give me $3,000 in white cats and swivel chairs white cats yeah the, the white cats like like a Bond that's the love cats I don't know the love cats I know that song I didn't know that's what it was I don't know I don't know. Maybe it's the White Cats. I, it was a Bond reference. Yeah. Right. Okay. White Cats, swivel chairs. Right. Like a Bond villain. Right. With an eye patch. Yeah. So I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I got a fucked up eye infection um, that seems to be not going away. I've had it for like four days, well, five days. Well, I saw you on Sunday afternoon. It's now Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. And it's gotten, like, the eye's gotten a little bit worse, but the rest of me's gotten, like, way worse. And that's usually, like, a probably a good sign or something. I don't know. But, like, I went to a pharmacist. The pharmacist was like, oh, yeah, just take these eye drops for a bit and then go to a doctor if it doesn't work. And it's not working, so if they're going to go to Isn't that a bit it, too late? Like, for your eye? Your eye's gotten... Like, don't you want it to well be better quickly? Yeah, but the, the doctor's just going to go through the same process, right? It's going to try these eye drops. Take this medication. See if it goes well. Just, just give me penicillin now. Yeah, that'll kill please. me. So, have we, have we not been through this? Are you actually not allergic to it? No, no. I think I actually am, but I don't believe I am. But <laughs> medically, I don't want to take that risk when I'm already yeah. sick. I'll take it when I'm at my strongest. Right. Okay. Like after a, a cage match with something that I'll I take, can defeat. I'll take penicillin when I'm at my strongest. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of defeats See the if object. It destroys me. Yeah. Or not. But yeah. Uh, yeah, my dog just, I think I think what happened was my dog just booped me, yeah. which is just like, she just came in to say hello and then just like f- nose butted me right on the eyeball. Ah, oh, right. And then just loads of dog snot just kind of got into my system and then my body was like, you're not dog snot, what are you doing? Oh, right. So I think that's all that's kind of happened. So just write it out and see what happens. Yeah, go, go to a doctor, try and get it sorted because it is definitely getting worse. Yeah. And it is like not great being sick. But no. there was a part of me that was like, oh, yeah, it'll just be fine. Just wash it out. I used to get hay fever as a kid. Hay fever is the same as dog snot, isn't it? Uh, no. No, it might not be. Allergic to seeds or whatever it is. Pollen. Pollen? Pollen. Is pollen plant seeds? What's pollen? Uh, Pollinate? It's, yeah, it's not a seed. So if a seed is a baby, it's pollen a is sperm. You're allergic to plant sperm. <laughs> okay. Same as like being allergic to cats. You're actually allergic to cat judgment. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, the, it's the saliva, isn't it? Yeah, it's cat spit. Yeah. And they spit on themselves. Yeah. And then they give it to the world. Yeah. And then that spit gets in your eye. Yeah. Or something like that. So, yeah, mm. I've been having. Uh, you're not meant to wear an eye patch. Oh. I found that out, but it does help me a lot when I do it in brief stints. Yeah. Um, you're meant to, like, keep it out and dry as possible. And they're like, oh, well, if it's damp and dark, bacteria grows. 
Yeah. But I isn't it like, the... you know, yeah, there's that. But it, you, you do itch it and every time you itch it, it like right. grows even more. Yeah. So, so that's like, not Every good. now and then, like if I'm going to sleep, for example, I'm going to rub my eyes in my sleep. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. cover my eye when you I go to sleep. You try just spraying Dettol in your eye or something? Uh, Dettol wipes. They didn't help. Oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah, like facial wipes. The whole thing is like keep your hands clean and just deal with it. It's right. It's like, but... There's a neck. The, the the thing is, like with diabetes, you can get much worse because most uh, diabetics are more likely to lose their eyes, <laughs> eyes and feet, because that's where the smallest blood vessels are. Yeah, and I've actually got a diabetic eye test in like two weeks. Oh right, so I might ring him up and be like, "So you're hi. gonna pass that with flying <laughs> colours?" <laughs> might just be like, "Hi, my eye's full of goop. Is yeah, that, is that fine?" <laughs> they say if you do get blurred vision, then you do a. Uh, Need to go to a doctor, and I haven't had any of that. But in like just, both eyes, no, like I, I can close one eye, I can still see in the other one oh, if right, the eye yeah. patch is off. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like I can still see. It's just irritated and swollen and sore. Mm. It's good. Yeah, it's fine. But it just sucks because it kind of messes you up elsewhere. Yeah. This being sick, I just don't like being sick, and then diabetics get more sick. Yeah, I say diabetics. I think just unhealthy people. <laughs> Like I'm sure there is, there I think I believe there is a thing that diabetics do take longer to recover, yeah, because they've got shittier blood. But I think as much as I could say, oh, it's my diabetes. I think no, it's unhealthy. You know, people take longer to get better because they've got worse immune systems. Yeah, yeah, probably. But yeah, my dog looks at me funny now. <laughs> Doesn't trust me when I got the eye patch on. It's like, like what the, what's going on? All the animals at my mum and dad's house that I left behind don't like it when I wear hats. All of them. I don't like it when you wear the hats. Cats, the dog, like yeah. just freaks them out. As in they would take it off? Or they bark No, at they're you? just they're a bit more like almost yeah. like they don't recognise you. <laughs> like they do, but he's dressed for autumn, but like, it's still spring. There's something different about you and I don't trust it. <laughs> yeah. He's still thinking he's gonna use hats. Yeah. Some people <laughs> never change. Yeah. No matter how much I throws at them. It just makes you want to be like, well, maybe I'll put a hat on you. See how you like it. All right. It's a good thing you haven't got pets. Yeah. Or fish. (laughs) (laughs) Where does butter club? (laughs) You said you'd have fish again. Prawns. Uh, There was shrimp. Oh. Mm. The shrimp is a smaller prawn. You know what? I don't know the difference. I think they're the same. Semite. Sorry, I, I try. I put together some notes from last <laughs> week's episode. They're just coming to you. Yeah, yeah. As you like, you can't remember what it's called. I was like, oh, trivia from the podcast. Okay, okay. cool. A semite. Um, I can't remember, but it was. It made sense. Okay. Um, it was something along the lines of. I think I've actually still got the. Uh, yeah, I've still got the tab open. Actually, is a member of any of the peoples who speak or spoke a Semitic language, including right. in particular Jews and Arabs. Okay. So maybe an anti-Semite isn't necessarily against Jewish people. Jewish it's against people. Arabic people and Jewish people. Or just a type of language. Like, oh, I hate yeah. the French language. Yeah, I hate that pig Latin. <laughs> <laughs> was pig Latin real? Oh, my God. Uh, it was never spoken by a country. No. Like, was it wasn't adopted by the pigs. speaking pig Latin. <laughs> yeah. That would be strange. Yeah. Um, just but, kind of a jokey thing, wasn't it? It is a... I don't know where... Eggsnay, eggsnay on the gravy, eh? Something like that. that yeah, was Latin, I, d- it? I, d- I don't know where it came from, but it's been around for a long Pigs. time, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> I did have another note. I can't remember if I actually kept it. What, about Semites? Um, no, I think it was about... Oh, yeah, Jesus. Oh, okay. Jesus was born on one. Oh, and apparently we there was wondering... never a zero. It goes from negative one to one. So Jesus wasn't born, he just was. <laughs> he just came along. Uh, yeah, he was born in 1 AD, Anno Domini, which means in the year of the Lord. Right. In Latin. Or 1 CE, which is current era. I don't know why there's another definition for it. There's also BC, before Christ, and BCE, before current era. So yeah, Jesus was okay. born uh, six days before 1 AD. Right. Which could be negative one so it could be yeah it could be that doesn't make any sense no there was a lot of people being like we don't understand how this person came up with it some Hungarian scientist or whatever came up with this theory 
and it was based on the king at the time and all this kind of stuff and they didn't understand but that's basically if we if to answer our question before it's mm. not when he died it's when he was born is what the calendars so he was still born in a void yeah well he was born before himself <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> basically the thought yeah he was born on the 25th of the 12th i, th- I think mm. was it was the yeah the romans were about then when they were caesar after well, AD, that's what was. That's they took that afterwards, didn't they? Wasn't that remember. one of those? Like, wasn't it August is Augustus Caesar? Yeah, like they. The, July was something else. Well, the twenty fifth of December was was or that period yeah. was something that they took from the. What the hell are they called? Um, pagans. Yeah, yeah. Winter solstice. Same with like and Easter like and all of that. Christianity was like, yeah, we'll have that. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah, so something around then. Yeah. So yeah, Jesus died about thirty years in the current era, in the current year after he was Jesus their Lord, Who's Lord, Lord and Savior. Jesus. Yeah. Wasn't he? Who's Lord? Christians. Um. Yeah. Well, Jesus was the, the Lord, son and of God, God was like once a God was like a laird. Well, he said. <laughs> A laird is a Scottish landowner. Yeah, I got land for a mate when I was like 13. I got one of those. Oh, I didn't buy it for you. No, no, no. I got one of those from, from an ex, and it it actually made me worry because it was like... Uh, now they so, know. Well, no, it made me worry last year when we were buying a house because there was a thing on the... <laughs> There's a thing on the mortgage application that said, have you ever or do you own any land? I'm like, well, technically, I guess, uh, maybe. And this is a mortgage application. Like, if <laughs> yeah. anyone's going to know, like, maybe they'll know. Yeah. I think you need to, like, ah, sign it. Your lad, Steve. Mm. <laughs> famous lad, Steve. Yeah. From the famous man who also owns many stars. One of the, <laughs> one of the other four million people who bought a blade of grass in this. Uh, in yeah, this I think it was like plot. a foot by foot was how yeah. it was described in the. Yeah. In this, in and the I pitch. got a little letter that said you can come and you can camp here whenever you want for a small fee. So it's like <laughs> yeah. oh, great. So I can just go camping, like I'd normally, normally do. do, but yeah. instead go all the way to Scotland. Go all the way to Scotland, and it was a pain in the ass part of Scotland as well. It was like you go all the way up. And then all the way back down again because of the way that the little peninsula works. <laughs> Where land is a foot by foot for about £10. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. Not worth the fuel, really. <laughs> not worth the hope. Yeah. Just be like, I just assume you scammed me. Yeah. You've it's been like scammed? A, um, I've, um, I've had one of those fishing things before. I think there yeah. was only... Usually, not, nine times out of ten I can spot them, but there was one that I got from O2 like a couple of months back that came as a text asking yeah. me to because i'd recently renewed a contract and it was like i just want you to uh to adhere to these terms and conditions because your contract's due to start next week which it was so i went through and clicked accept and ended up buying a phone for somebody <laughs> <laughs> which was which was impressive and annoying because it was like 1500 pounds just jesus christ gone because it was a phone and a two-year contract I'm like, oh, okay, fine. And that was like two weeks of dealing with fraud people. That was pain in the ass. Yeah, I got um, when I was living in our house at uni. Um, I needed some quick cash, so I applied for a credit card for like three hundred quid, but it didn't arrive for three months. So I assumed it didn't get passed or whatever. Oh, I right. moved out. The landlord. I mean, we left that house in a pretty bad state. Oh yeah, landlord- I showed up. <laughs> After you'd moved out yeah. to get a few things, and the guy was there, <laughs> the guy, the what, the guy that the landlord sent was cleaning the place out, and he was just hating his life. <laughs> yeah. So it, oh god, he was yeah. fucking miserable. And I mean, I, with, I don't even think we did anything in particular. It's just like the house without was without, without electricity for x amount of months. And there was freezers and, f- and fridge. Mm. I mean, there was like firework debris in the wheelie bins, and there was there was a lot of garbage in that place. I don't even remember. <laughs> this is long after I'd moved out because I think you were in there with yeah, I was living uh, there somewhere for a bit at the time. Longer. Yeah, well, yeah. St- the the summer of Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I was working like a car salesman car dealership. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I that credit card arrived after I moved out with the pin, so. He obviously, or whoever was living there, just maxed it out. Which Jesus. probably makes sense. 
Yeah. Because it's like, well, there's a lot of damage here. I can imagine, I can remember being like, I don't want to get my deposit back. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. that, so I don't remember it being in a good state. But yeah, they maxed out that credit card, and I was like, I'm not. They contact me like two years later, like your credit card's been maxed out, and now you've got to have a CCJ. And I was like, I don't. This it wasn't me. Yeah. They're like, well, you need a police account to open this up. Like, okay, I'll do that. Did the police? I said, well, we need a letter from your credit card company. Okay, let's go to my credit card company. Well, we need a letter from the police. No, okay, I'm going to go back to the police. <laughs> and it was just like nobody wanted to deal with it, and eventually it just got dropped. Oh, right. But it was just like a long time of just like, again, when Final Cut Pro, just things are just <laughs> done inefficiently. I just get a bit, oh, for God's sakes, I can't be dealing with this. Yeah. Just frustrates me. But yeah, I got, I know somebody got scammed recently. And uh, yeah, it was just one of those things where I think I'm just so antisocial now. I, it's more difficult to scam me. Um, like, even if like, Virg- if, even my. <laughs> Even if my internet provider calls me now, I'd be like, can I just call you back on the number that's on your website and not this weird random mobile phone number, please? <laughs> like, yeah, sure, but we just want to ask a few questions. Oh, brilliant, you can ask me that when I phone you back. And I just never <laughs> phone them back. Then I just hurl abuse at them. Yeah. Yeah, so I think to scam me now, you have to do it, like, directely without contacting me at all. Face-to-face, like... Yeah. I think just... Well, just... I, I think, I'm, like I said, we're quite antisocial. Mm. I think just, uh, yeah, it becomes more difficult to converse and negotiate with an antisocial person <laughs> I don't want any of this yeah. I was saying about yeah, my internet provider wanted to give me a free TV viewing free view thing and it's like oh it just costs one pound extra a month and I'd be like I don't want it yeah but it's only a pound I don't want it yeah. you, I'd, I'll pay you a pound now if you fuck off <laughs> now, I'd, I'd love that it'd, be, it'd give me even more more, more joy <laughs> Just send me a photo of yourself fucking off and I'll give you a pound. Just leave me alone. You personally. Like, yeah. It's not even the company you work for. I'll give you a pound. You, Jared. Yeah. You, fuck off. <laughs> oh, yeah. YouTube's changed. It's it's, uh, it's all its stuff. I can't remember if we actually oh, okay. talked about it between ourselves. I think we ourselves. went briefly into it the other day. Yeah. And it was like, now it's now. like, uh, now they want to make sure that there's kid-friendly stuff. We're obviously not kid-friendly. Nor okay. do we want children like watching our stuff really no um, but they're, they're come, becoming more and more strict on uh, classifications of you like are we a, uh, a a violent podcast are we a violent video well, like, well not really but I'm sure you could interpret it that way in one way violence yeah well I thought like, swearing a lot of YouTubers have like swearing you can't swear in their videos because hmm. swearing gets them demonetized. if they swear in the first 20 minutes of a 3 hour video they'll get demonetized. but if they s- swear in the end 20 minutes like they might trash be fine. to me there's a lot of game like famous like gaming like yeah. youtube things that and they swear constantly yeah but then a lot of them are demonetized or they make money from gaming from something Twitch, else something yeah like. okay. but uh yeah so i think uh we might just turn into the skid and just be like hey youtube jared go fuck yourself <laughs> and then just be like yeah just you won't like us yeah just, just make all those flags that bring me much joy probably a bad business decision we should probably stop swearing and oh. stop having all this stuff but i go like no i don't do this, this <laughs> if it comes that we don't swear that much anyway just yeah. every now and then yeah yeah but yeah for emphasis too. yeah so yeah don't get scammed yeah it's my advice all right um productive week yeah yeah we did uh we did some things um Met up with a fellow podcaster, which is quite cool, mm. um, who uh, bumped into us at Stoke-on-Trent, said, why don't we have a like, drink and shoot some shit? It was good. It was yeah. d- uh, Dan from the It's Football Not Soccer podcast, which is an NFL draft podcast in Stoke, Yeah, where it's like, uh, I think, four hosts sitting around chatting and doing stuff, and then penalties and punishments they do if they... Uh, yeah. Lose, which yeah. Is, which sounded like a lot of fun. Yeah, I've not been... I've, I've never been like an NFL person and not like... Purely through lack of trying, like I've never, yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never given it a go. I know you used to be into it quite a bit. Yeah, I used to play it as a kid, and then I used to. It's, it's still a sport that, like, if it's on, I'll watch it and I'll really get into it. Mm. But I'm just terrible with data. Yeah. So I'm the same with with English football. I'm just like I can't. I enjoy watching the uh, World Cup tournaments and stuff like that. I, but I don't really have an alignment to a team unless it's England that's playing or whatever. I just yeah. enjoy the actual sport, like the intensity of like a comeback run and mm. all that kind of stuff. But I couldn't tell you the names of players or their positions necessarily. No. No. Like, I just enjoy the sport and I'm like that with American football. When there's yeah. like a good game going on, it's really good. But yeah, yeah I can't keep up with the trivia. No, no. Um, yeah. But their, yeah, their punishments seemed fun. 
Like they do. They, <laughs> yeah. um, so it's a draft. It's like each season of the sport. I think they uh, have like a fantasy football team, and then the person who comes lowest in the ranks, I'm assuming, has to perform a forfeit, and the forfeits are right up our street. So oh yeah, <laughs> one was a uh, yeah, do a nude, ca- a tasteful nude calendar. Tasteful, yeah. Which sounds like the kind of thing that we um, might uh, we, we we would have done to ourselves. Yeah, if we were. And then the, <laughs> tried to I think that the, the most recent one. Um, yeah, it was like putting them on a billboard. Yeah, the, for, he had to he, he had to be, he had to be on a, a billboard advertising erectile dysfunction. Yeah, and they were going to like pull all the money in and pay for it to be up on, in the middle of town. <laughs> yeah, which again, right up our street, it's yeah. definitely had sense of humour. So yeah, it was, it was good fun. And yeah, chatting to another local person about podcasting stuff and mm. stuff like that was quite nice. So yeah, yeah. We know one other person now. We do, we locally. do, and we're willing to meet more. So get in touch. <laughs> we're willing. We're willing. We're willing to. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'm all up for it. My uh, my energy levels really dived into it a little bit when I'm not dying from yeah. ocular dysentery. You are whatever very it is low energy this time. Yeah, and like it's I'm rough. I'm not a carrier at all. <laughs> like as far as. Like, if I'm feeling shit, I can usually rely on you to, like, keep the energy. I'd say that's true. <laughs> but I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not a, like, oh, you can't be bothered. Well, well let's just, let's <laughs> just, I'll join either. you. Yeah. <laughs> let's make this thoroughly disappointing for everybody. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the, it's the first step that we want to do. We want to get in touch and get to know loads of other podcasters. Yeah. And loads of other creative people in our local area and the UK because it would be, be cool to do some more collaborations mm. and it's just another one of those reasons where um, you get in your own head if you can't do something or something shouldn't be done a certain way Yeah, and the we've all had the idea of like that kind of funny laddish kind of do a tasteful nude calendar mm. as an idea and like, oh that'd be funny to do but nobody yeah. ever does it because oh it's not the right no, it's such a yeah. you shouldn't do it but they're going ahead and doing it that's the thing which it's, is the energy that we like it's nice that they're jumping into it and like he, he, he was talking about the way that they um, produced the podcast and on mm. a technical level it's not ideal yeah but they're, they're like doing 25 it. episodes in yeah. like fuck it we're doing it anyway which is like that's the attitude that you need yeah and that's the attitude that we like and the attitude we want to we want to encourage yeah it's just like well we're just going to do it anyway no well you need this you need that you need that it's like no yeah. you can just use your phone yeah and just go out there and as long as you're enjoying it people will enjoy listening to it mm. and as long as you enjoy doing it what are you losing yeah just keep it up keep yeah. it going on so yeah it was nice to actually socialize with uh, fellow podcasters there's uh, some others that I'd like to get in touch with, um, but it, it comes a time factor, I think, for both of us. Mm. So, uh, are we ever going to have a face-off with Ragbag? I think after we could. all of that crap that you like <laughs> started last year. I think so. It's uh, for, uh, from my side of the podcast. Mm. It's a question of how much time you have, because mm. like I think it'd be quite cool to do more, inter- more do other people's podcasts face to face or do interviews with other people. Yeah, but that would be like a full day slash a weekend deal mm. of driving four hours, yeah. setting up, driving back, all that kind of stuff. And you go like in, t- in terms of time. I don't yeah. know how much time you'd have available. Oh yeah, like, for, like for, a- for something for something like an excursion, it's not like it'd be boring. It doesn't seem like the, the yeah. The- it doesn't doesn't feel like wasted time. Like it's still interesting. Yeah, it would just be more time towards the podcast as opposed to other endeavors yeah. for that yeah. thing, which would be which would be the question, I guess. But if it's not like three times a week, it doesn't really matter. All right, fair play. Yeah. Then yeah, um, let's see. We could still have a marketing meeting. Yeah, we could just yeah. uh, in front of everybody without even telling each other. <laughs> yeah, just figure it out. How are we doing this? We're and uh, yeah, so I, I, I feel like that's more, that's kind of feels like the natural progression for us is one, we want to do more interviews and we need to start setting that up. But in order to do more interviews, we need to learn how to fucking interview people. Mm. So might as well, <laughs> you might as well go and try and find uh, some uh, people who know how to interview and try and get in chat with them. Mm. So yeah, also um, a bit more productivity. Um, officially, we now have um, a glory re us <laughs> finding the video leader oh <laughs> Jesus Christ this is dramatic all hail Liz all hail Liz <laughs> <laughs> yeah we now have we officially now have a glorious leader yeah. Um, which we set into motion over a month ago. 
And in true pulling teeth podcast style, we just didn't do anything for a long time. Then my eye died, and I was like, well, might as well get involved. <laughs> well, this, this will help. That's that's half of all things that I don't have to concentrate on now. I can <laughs> yeah. just turn all my attention to this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was a, quite a few applicants. Uh, we did narrow it down. We did try and introduce this in, uh, in earlier episodes, but when I was watching it back, it always came across just kind of flat. Yeah. So I thought, like, no, we need to figure out what it is. We know what it is. We need to get in the right mind frame to release it. So, yeah, Liz is now our glorious leader. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're going to keep our eyes out, try and see if there's any kind of uh, subconscious signs within nature or anything like that that's kind of uh, be given out to us. I mean, I saw this earlier today. Mm. Um, Clouds. I don't know if, yeah, it seems. <laughs> does that seem good? Is that goodly... Is that prosperous imagery? Did you see negative? all hail is in the sky? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> well, obviously you're going to see that because that's the message she wants to put across. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? she, she... Uh, not to question our <laughs> glorious leader, but is that right. not somewhat egotistical? For the message to put across is all hail me. That's not egotistical. It's more just like, this is the deal. Uh, I'll give you glorious wisdom. Okay. And forewarning of future events. Glorious. <laughs> This is Wisdomus. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very blue, isn't it? Very blue. That's yeah. the, uh, she, she did uh, in our interview, um, in Stoke on Trend, off camera, um, she did say that she would communicate largely through the sky. So I thought, well, I'll keep an eye out on the sky. Okay. And see. Uh, so what do you think? Mostly. Uh, what do you think she's trying to say? What? In that? Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> must don't be know. a message. It's obviously a message in there somewhere, and we need to figure out what it is. And that's going to be the. That's got to be. We've got to keep an eye on it. <laughs> I'd say it's calm. Okay. Right, it's quite calm. Does that look calm to you? I can't. That I've, looks I've ominous got, to me. I've got the still image. That's so. clouds rolling in over mountains. That's like the storm Ooh. is coming. Well, the mountains, that's going to reckon that's going to be strength, isn't it? Okay. So, so clouds rolling over mountains, our strength will be tested. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, what else? I can't, I can't, I haven't, I lost an eye watching it the first time. I can't imagine what clouds look like. So, <laughs> and I definitely didn't make this video. But yeah, no, it's just, it's just I don't <laughs> even make the sky, Steve. But yeah, like, uh, yeah. Um, so our, t- our strength will be tested. We need to keep an eye out on Yeah, the, yeah. On but there is some positivity in there. The sun yeah. is like kind of coming through. Which, is that hope? There is hope. There's hope. Yeah, there's hope. Yeah, yeah. So long as our strength is strong. Yeah. And there's a giant... Pulling teeth advertisement in the bottom left-hand corner. Which well, that's is, good for us. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So that so think good things will come with for us. Yeah. If yeah. we pursue hope and maintain our strength. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll keep an eye out for that. All right. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think that's the best take we're going to get. <laughs> uh, that's what I mean. Like, every time we did it before, it's like neither of us really know what this is. We're just kind of playing with it. <laughs> and I've done it before, but like just like we just bail. Yeah. But that seems seems like all right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's see, that's the first message from Liz. All hail, Liz. All hail, Liz. All right. All right. <laughs> In other news... Oh, wow, I start off here, do I? Okay. A dad took an 11th-month-year-old to a drug deal as a human shield. The baby was shot multiple times. Oh, <laughs> what? Why? Right off the bat. What? what? Uh, I must have thought about that. I must have put that at the top. Why? 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 Well... It's kind of logical. I mean, um, basically, he thought that if he brought a baby to oh, a drug shoot deal, the baby. they won't shoot him because he's got a baby in the car. <laughs> Turns out drug dealers don't really mind. No, so I couldn't just... imagine they give two fucks. <laughs> like, is it like the, like the cartel? They slaughter, like, children and women and, like, everything every day? No, I think it's just a small one, but... The, to, right, he's not really don't a hero. little cartel. <laughs> don't a small cartel. Right, he's not, he's not a heroic figure so far, right? No, no, I'd not say, at all. No, if he's taking a baby as a human shield, I'd he's probably say he's not really a hero. <laughs> but it gets worse. Um, it turns out the reason he took the baby with him was because oh, yeah. he thought that the, uh, the gang would be very angry with him. And the reason he thought that was because he kept on buying drugs from them with counterfeit money. So he was going in with, I don't know, Woolworths vouchers or something. <laughs> Give me some drugs. Yeah. Um, and they didn't like that. They don't like counterfeit money. They like no. real money, these yeah. gangs. Yeah. And uh, he was going in there again to buy more drugs with more counterfeit money. Why? Why? If, you, if you get away baby. with it once. <laughs> yeah. So is yeah. he... Was he... Was he Dealing? Was he on the chain of the I chain of commerce, so. or was it was it like it sounds like he, he was, was going for like personal use? Yeah, it sounds like he had a bit of a warped judgment. So I'm assuming yeah. he was ingesting a lot of yeah. these drugs. Yeah. Well, 
If you are if if you're a drug addict, you probably shouldn't have a baby anyway. <laughs> Might as well get rid of it from a drug. Deal. Jesus Christ! Uh, the baby sustained gunshot wounds to the head, torso, oh. and rear of his body. Uh, police previously said that if the baby did survive, then he wouldn't have a chance at a full recovery. So he'd be like, the baby was just doomed. Is basically what they're saying. After the shooting, Monroe, this is the heroic father, did not rush his son to the hospital, but instead drove him to a house. According to Vokey, I guess is somebody, when he did take the 11-month-year-old to hospital, he never looked back and kind of walked into the wind. So, like, this is the similar thing of, like, the reality of the situation must have hit him. The same with that, um, I can't remember what the guy's profession was, but he went to hospital with his kids in the car, went out oh, to work, a, he was a nurse or a doctor a nurse or something, something yeah. and then he came back he was, and didn't realise that his babies were in there and they died. Yeah. And just the grief. Yeah, because so, he was meant to take them to nursery on the way to work or yeah, something like he that. He thought he dropped them he off. He thought he dropped them and off. And he didn't. And it was a hot day. Um, yeah. So this is like that, but with a shooting. So, like, <laughs> he was, the grief of it, the reality of everything must eventually sink in. And then he gives it to hospital and then just kind of just walks away and then just like probably kills himself. He never looked back and went into the wind, so to speak. Uh, Monroe, who also uses the alias Nafis and Knifes, was wanted on probation warrant and was using counterfeit money to purchase drugs. Um, Now he did, to be fair to this father, he did go on to say on account of the counterfeit money, uh, counterfeit money is something that is very upsetting to drug dealers. This is him. This is his statement. <laughs> Hands up. I, I, I am aware that lots of drug dealers, they don't like counterfeit money. <laughs> and when they find out that they're being burned with counterfeit money, they act violently. <laughs> this is this is surreal. So he's like, he's talking about it as though he took his kid to like a den of hungry wolves. It's like, well... <laughs> Well, I know they're going to be violent. And, yeah, um, well, when mm. wolves are hungry and we can't blame the wolves. <laughs> like, you know, nature is nature. Yeah. Can't blame the drug dealers. But just that whole thing of like, you know what will make this life or death situation easier is if I rope my baby into That's it. That's insane. So like, did he... I mean, why Why would you take your kid, I guess? Well, but like, there uh, is some logic in it. Did he say it? that it was because he thought... Yeah, he said uh, intentionally had in child with him. So this is the quote. It's our belief and our investigation has led us to believe that the father intentionally had his child with him when he was making such types of purchases with the idea or belief that if someone saw that he had a child in a car, they wouldn't fire upon him. Which again, there's some logic there. It's twisted crack logic. Yeah. But there's some logic there. So it's probably how it happened. Mm. I can imagine. Yeah. It's probably how it went down. But just... No, don't do that. <laughs> Christ. Don't almighty. do drugs, kids. Yeah. And kids, don't do parents who do drugs. No. Whatever. You haven't got a choice, but... In other similar news, wild boar in Tuscany have sniffed out and destroyed a stash of cocaine in a forest, leaving drug dealers £17,000 out of pocket. And, and boars wired out of their fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. Like, boars are already pretty unpredictable, yeah. quite aggressive. But like now boars, they're on coke. like completely coked up. Now they're making films, and not even that. Like there's there's now like weeks where you've got boar coke addicts trying to find a fix, <laughs> roaming the forest. Yeah, just looking for bags of powder. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, it's part, partly devoured by feral hogs. This big stash of coke was. So they knew when to stop. Mm. Is what it seems to be mm. saying. No, that's uh, enough. That's, that's... I feel like I'm in a good place. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I don't want to mong out too much <laughs> or get up too high. Uh, the drug dealers were heard complaining about their discovery by police who were listening in on a telephone conversation. So these drug ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pigs have had all the cut, mate. <laughs> uh, Sebastian, we're uh, we're low on the delivery this week. Why? Um, boars. I think boars. <laughs> Did you take it again? Uh, no, it was boars. No, it was boars. It was boars. Police just listened. <laughs> Fair enough. Vigilante boars. The gang, who were made up of one Italian and three Albanians, that's a pretty small gang, had buried the Class A drug in jars and were allegedly mm. trafficking around two kilos of cocaine every month to Siena and Arezzo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just like the, the one wiretaps are still happening, which makes so much sense, but the term wiretapping doesn't sound modernised yeah because what wiretapping is uh, just listening into people's conversations 
And if you're doing it on a mobile phone, you can't really tap. Before it was yeah. like a physical, you put a thing into yeah. it. Yeah. Now it feels like you could just find out their Google password. There's no wires. And figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the drug dealers are not the only people concerned with the influx of wild boar in Italy. Farmers are protesting in Rome earlier this month over the animals wreaking havoc on their land and causing fatal car accidents. Well, yeah, if they're coked out of their minds. <laughs> driving cars, stealing <laughs> trucks. <laughs> These boars, once they've gotten the coke ego in, they're going to yeah. go mental. <laughs> Fucking paying for coke with fake truffles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My baby's in the car. There's about two million boar roaming Italy, according to the president of the Farming Association. Uh, is there enough coke to two fuel million. all these boars? That's yeah, the I don't know. I've, I've watched videos of, because there's like a boar problem in Texas or something. Okay. And um, oh, there was like, a, is, a, is a boar a wild pig? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, Pumba. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, who's the crazy metal guy in Texas who flies around in a helicopter shooting Oh, pigs? yeah. Uh, that's what I was, that's what I was watching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's his, his name? name? He's a, he's a Ted, famous Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Go. Yeah, just like flying around in a helicopter, gunning down <laughs> boars with a machine gun. <laughs> it's just fucking mental. Yeah. Um, but it, it's one of those things where it's like, well, you don't have to take glee in it, but it does kind of have to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's well, say with all kind of hunting licenses yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, don't be cruel. Take them out as quickly as possible. And what's faster than a helicopter? And a machine gun. And Ted true. Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> What's more fast than Ted Nugent? Yeah. Nothing. So yeah, and um, maybe they'll start resorting to that in Rome. <laughs> in other news, um, hang on, I just want to double check where I am. This is a bore. This is a bore on coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking over Rome. This is Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> the antithesis yeah. of a bore fucked up on coke. Um this I just like the phrasing of this headline. I don't know how interesting this is. Doctors have warned of the danger of feather duvet lung. <laughs> this is people's lungs getting how irritated by fragile. Feathers. Do you have to be where you can be slowly killed by a duvet? Well, I, I'm in that camp, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have so I don't have feather duvets. I'm a, I get allergies and all that well, shit. Well, most people don't now. They have, yeah. it's like hollow well, fibre stuff. This was the big thing I was going to oh, I'd never found a feather duvet comfortable. No. Because you, you can feel the They spikes. just end up sticking in you. Yeah, you just feel these stabby yeah. sticks in Ah, uh, he's got feather lung. <laughs> just, <laughs> well, it brings up kind of a valid point where you go to the doctors and they'll ask you about certain allergies, but they won't think to ask about feathers. It's basically what they're saying. So if you went in and you were having an allergic reaction, mm. they'd ask if you've got any pets, if there's any animals in the area, if you've got anything in the garden, like certain type of things like that. But they wouldn't think of, oh, what what duvet have you got? Or and yeah. people and they think this is what well, the point they're trying to make is basically <laughs> your duvet made of boars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like cleaning products, people are allergic to everything. Right? There's yeah. going to be something they're going to be allergic it can to. Be anything. Yeah, could be a diet. I think diet things the other big thing that they do. But say like yeah, what kind of couch do you have mm. you know all these things can have some kind of irritant on you but yeah. to call it feather duvet lung <laughs> it just feels I mean people died I've heard of like popcorn lung but I've never heard of yeah, yeah. is it is it to do with the f- like being allergic to the feathers or is it like dust and fibres that come from the feathers that you breathe in I believe that's the thing like asbestos like that kind yeah, of thing I think it's the I think it's specifically the dust on the feathers right yeah the dust from the feathers in the bedding right um, call it, causing lung inflammation um, symptoms include night sweats it's always a weird thing to try and diagnose yourself with I might just be sweating <laughs> uh, a dry cough a shortness of breath repeated exposure can cause irreversible scarring of the lungs mm. so I guess that's similar if you have a constant cough. Yeah. Eventually that cough will scar you. Yeah. So get it checked out, says the guy with an eye patch when he shouldn't be wearing one. Uh, (laughs) When they were talking about a victim, uh, they said that his tests showed the man had unusually high antibodies towards particular proteins from birds, including pigeons and parrots. Uh, They also showed a pattern in his lungs that hinted at hypersensitivity pneumonitis, while his lung infection was significantly impaired. So they took blood tests of him and they were like looks like this is being caused by birds (laughs) (laughs) 
your blood test came back. What is it? Birds. <laughs> uh, they finally figured out that it could be this duvet thing. Um, so when he got rid of it, the man showed clear improvements. Uh, and with the help of steroids, he was completely fine after six months. Oh, yeah, but steroids cure everything. <laughs> Again, I'm not in that camp. Yeah. Penicillin and steroids, no. No. Uh, I can take steroids. I regularly take steroids. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they don't necessarily help me out that much. They mm. just kind of keep me going. Yeah. You keep me breathing. That's good. Yeah. It's not what bad. We, what we want. And lastly, uh, from me, British backpacker gave list of fetishes to a man on BDSM website. Her murder trial was told. So this woman got murdered. Yeah. Um, and her court defence, the jury, or the trial was told, yeah, but she did mention that she was quite into some stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Well, then that's fine. <laughs> fine. How was she murdered? Uh, I believe strangulation. So, and the point they're trying to make is that is on the, the website well, that she used. All oh, right, so like she, she was into like BDSM yeah. or just regular old, good old fashioned strangulation. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. What's it? What, what's it called? Autoerotic uh, asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we studied that in, in drama when I was sixteen. Why? There was some play about it, and that we had. It's these quite two dramatic. We, yeah, we had these two consultants come in and uh, they'd done some uh, theatre writing and they were like, oh, we just did a book on something, something in Brooklyn. And they were like, uh, oh, we should cover this story and it involved autoerotic strangulation. All oh, right. So let's look into that. For a <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it seems becoming more and more popular. Like I say, like, it's, it's certainly dipping its way into the mainstream yeah. of people enjoying it. Is it, it and one again, of those things go, that's getting more popular or is it just that people have always done it but now it's getting more attention because it's in... I reckon probably both. Proper media. More yeah. people have been introduced to the curious. idea. Yeah, and tried that out. It's been in films and television for years. Yeah. Like, at this point, you go like, yeah, 10 years ago, this was on, you know, television. And it was standard in stuff like Californication. Yeah. You know, stuff like House, all that kind of... All those TV shows. But like, yeah, this has been cultural knowledge for a while. Yeah. And kind of picking up at it now is like, fair enough. Yeah. But they do kind of... Um, well, I'll get, get into it a little bit. Um, yeah, the defendant d- denies murder and claims that she died accidentally during consensual sex. One of the perils of autoerotic asphyxiation is... It's a risk that I wouldn't want to take. No. Again, each, each their own. But yeah. like... Again, it's not something that I necessarily have an opinion on. It's not something that I, I, I can I particularly understand. But I imagine that once you experience it, yeah, it's probably going to change your perspective on it, either for the better or the worse. Yeah, like probably the same as like I don't know, The Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Like after you've watched Heath Ledger's Joker, you might be like, oh, this is really good, or oh, this is really bad. Yeah, same strangling yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her Whipler profile. I mean, they go into keep on they keep on using Whipler. her name. Yeah, it's the Tinder, but for more sex, more BDSM stuff. Right. Okay. Um, I haven't used oh, it. So there is, there is evidence to back it up. Yeah, she's. They met on a, a website or this app. Right. That explicitly said that they will I- encourage these kind of activities. Right. So there is by dating on this app, you've got a higher risk of doing of causing yourself a problem shouldn't you just shouldn't shouldn't you watch a youtube tutorial or something before you start (laughs) yeah before you start doing that shit well like like you should know you need to know when to stop is it the responsibility of the other person to tell you when to stop or Mm. do you need to recognize certain signs and also if you choke someone out like once they're unconscious like maybe stop choking them (laughs) and revive them like that is possible isn't it should be but then maybe not enough people know their first aid to bring back someone that is passed out. Or it's more than passed yeah. out, isn't it, when you die? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've, I've, said, I've said it before where I don't think uh, people fall in love with a person's attribute. They fall in love with an idea and to mm. bring that romantic thought around. I've strangled some people, but I've never restricted their airway. No. Because it's not about being... Well, I, don't, I, I think with this, it's more physical yeah like it's about being oxygen deprived that causes the it's change the, in feeling it's the risk maybe. maybe but you kind of get that from the being restrained i'd yeah. imagine 
yeah. again, not something I'm, I'm particularly into. It's just a, so it's just becoming more and more popular with people mm. who are willing to spend time with me. Yeah, but so long as I die at the end of it, <laughs> then I don't have to tell anybody. Uh, but yeah, just so I don't know how much of it is just like poor uh, people with poor judgment doing it or whatever. But it feels like I would never do it because I don't want to be this guy. Yeah, that's my whole thing. Yeah, when it comes to people wanting to do. Um, <laughs> somewhat dangerous or somewhat on paper this looks bad and kind of stuff like, like, I, like I don't want to be the person in the paper <laughs> yeah wasn't there wasn't there a f- like the, there was a, there was a famous to... actor that that died he um a few years ago from autoerotic asphyxiation it's like this guy's done like films and like quite yeah. critically acclaimed and the but the last thing that anyone ever knows of right. him is him like just choked out in a hotel room <laughs> with his dick in his hand. What's that guy from Pretty Wo- Richard Gere? Yeah. He could do as many films as he wants. <laughs> but he's always known as the gerbil guy. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, well, it's just it's, one, it's, it's your story, I guess. Yeah. Was but, that ever actually true? I don't know. I don't think so. Was it, it's just one of those Hollywood rumours. Yeah. And it's like just Harvey Weinstein. It's it sounds... bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> just one of those things that once you say that, those words sound so good. They've got a good beat between each of them. Yeah. Each of them. That Richard Gere is the name that sounds right, so therefore it's true. Yeah, one of those things. Mm. But yeah, no, I've had people who wanted to do very dangerous things and, and didn't want to have any safety boundaries. Yeah, and I was just like, well, no, because you can then just go to the police and tell them that I raped you, and I didn't. Yeah, and I don't want to have that discussion. There's too so. much crazy in the world to. Yeah, and again, it's good. People need to explore themselves. They need to, you know, try things out, but. Just understand, you have to accept as well that it's real. That we have to live in the real world. Yeah. And as much as you may, may not want to, you may want to live in the fantasy, you have to accept. I can't say fantasy while wearing an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, you, you need to accept that this is this is what you want out of the world, but this is the real world, and where's the in-between? Mm. And uh, yeah, maybe it's just a case of that, where uh, they just didn't know what they were doing, or something like that, or they didn't want to do it the man told the court he may have put his hand on her neck during sex without her asking but that he couldn't remember and that he usually did it because girls usually enjoy it again not something that i find completely unbelievable no no um, they were seen walking arm in arm a short distance into the lobby of a hotel where they were staying um she was shown following the defendant out of a lift at 9.41, last time she was seen alive. Now, this is where it gets a bit weird. The defendant admitted putting her body inside a suitcase and burying it in the ranger's <laughs> like a woodland area. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I put her in a suitcase <laughs> and buried her in the woods. Wouldn't but- you? <laughs> Who I mean, I watched the YouTube videos. Yeah, That's what this is what they say. Yeah. Oh, it's- this, was- this was a murder... Murder video. <laughs> this was oh. the wrong. My this was a mistake. Uh, yeah, so he admitted to that, and the defence has now closed its case with the defendant deciding not to give any evidence. I think you did give some evidence when you said, I, "It's true. I buried her in the woods in yeah. a suitcase." Yeah, <laughs> I think that's kind of going to be the end of you. Yeah, so. like it's. You'd assume like if it was an accident. I mean, you can't say mm. what you do in the height of. Yeah, the shock, but, the grief, yeah. the craziness of it. But you could still, probably do anything. Like, call somebody. Yeah, it's not that it doesn't scream innocent when you're trying to disguise no. it ever happened. Yeah. That's where it gets like, if you want to pretend it never happened, you must know that what you did was wrong. Yeah. That doesn't scream innocent to me. So you no. have to be like, you have to be like, yes, my life's going to change forever. Regard, it's regarded. I mean, I watched, uh, there's a Keanu Reeves film called um, Replicas. Mm. which um, it wasn't very good, but it was on Netflix. Um, basically about uh, the old Frankenstein-y thought of can you bring people back from the dead? Right, yeah. And the frantic notion of going around trying to revive a dead family member, for example, um, is you just trying to avoid the knowledge that your life has changed forever. Because what, if you bring, if say you're in love with somebody and they died, you brought them back to life, are they? is everything going to be the same? Like, 
No. No. You watched her die. <laughs> You're a different person already. Yeah. Then you've watched her come back to life. Yeah. And she's like, why are you so weird? <laughs> the, the relationship will change. It's a whole thing. So I don't think, I think that whole being struck with shock and all that and trying to get things back to normal is always doomed. Yeah. I can't think of a single example like, where that's that's worked out for anybody. Yeah. Although, conversely, if, um, if you were going to murder her, mm. surely... The, the 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 most sensible thing to would be to to call the police afterwards. Yeah. And be like, yeah, because you've got all these messages that say, oh, that she's into this and all that. It completely corroborates your story. Yeah. I mean, there must come a point. We've be said like, before. Well, there's more chance of me getting through that than there is of me getting away with burying someone in, in the woods. Suitcase. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, the thing. Don't don't force her into a suitcase. Don't cramp. force someone. Cramp. Crazy cramp. Are you of the salt or not salt camp? What do you mean? If you got cramp, you either need salt or you don't need salt. And apparently it's very divisive. Is that a thing? It was when I was at school. The <laughs> other one is pinching between your big and second toe. I've never away. heard that before. That one works for me. Pinching between the big and second toe? Yeah. What do you mean? Like with your... your fingers. Yeah. Pinch like the webbing. Oh, right. In between your big and second toe. And that and stops your hamstring cramping up? Yeah. Because it's a build. It's a, well, the cramp is just lactic acid, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just a build-up of lactic acid that gets trapped in there. We'll and just lactic leave acid that leg straight. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and pinching it is... Um, well, that fixes climate change, so... Yeah. Just does that. <laughs> Sorry, I've completely it. railroaded this whole story. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know you're, you know, there's some part of you that feels guilty when you're stuffing a corpse into a suitcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Basically th- what th- I'm th- If there isn't some part of you that's like, not sure this is right. Not, <laughs> I feel not like sure I'm about doing this. something wrong. Yeah. Just no, just confess. Yeah, uh, that's the and that, that's the point I was making is people are fighting the inevitable change of their lives, and you kind of yeah. Fortunately, you can't. You have to accept. Now I'm this person. Now I'm <laughs> yeah. this person who's who's watched you accidentally strangled somebody. Yeah, and you have to live with that for the rest of your life. And there's part of you that wants to forget it ever happened. He's got no. Sadly, you've, uh, <laughs> this is you now. Yeah, go get a job. Go back to work. <laughs> get a job. Whatever. Yeah. Not strangling people or... Yeah, don't strangle someone. Yeah. If anything, don't never strangle someone again. Yeah, no, even animals. Even yeah. a pig, even if it really wants it. Even if it's massively coked up. Coked up. Don't, don't choke yeah. a wild boar oh. in Rome. Oh, total missed opportunity. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a definite pig fact. Yeah. <laughs> they've got loads of coke <laughs> it's involving pigs yeah yeah don't choke out a coked up pig pig <laughs> like pig advice <laughs> yeah. I haven't got a soundbite for that one mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah that's me this week alright uh, just go into it these collection of useless meanderings scum uh, in an economy drive in the year 2000, Britain's Royal Navy saved £5 million by ditching live rounds for trainee gunners in favour of them just shouting bang instead. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely cheaper. It makes sense. doesn't quite get you used to live combat, though. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it feels like it should be a worthwhile expense. Do, but, but doesn't um, it feel it would it feels like I don't know, do you ever go on a course and be like, This isn't all it's I could have done this at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I could have done this from the bath. Yeah. <laughs> Bang. Bang. What's he doing? He's he's in the navy. <laughs> yeah. He's winning. He's got a little boat and everything. <laughs> <laughs> um Submarines are weird. I don't trust submarines. There is something odd about them. There is. I mean, it's just very strange. I mean, just number one, just living under the sea, mm. just inside what is basically a gherkin. <laughs> and just, be, just be like a bunch War of people. gherkin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like looking for boats. Yeah. And avoiding, I don't know, octopus. Mm. And you just be like, you just hear the sea trying to kill you all day. Yeah. What happens to a submarine in a storm? Anything? Can they? Because there's still currents. Yeah. Still fuck them around. Yeah. I guess you have to react to it. They probably have a lot of topical weather yeah. stuff. They have but to maybe you could just drop down. Yeah, so further the enough, I guess. Yeah. But then, like, what? I mean, there's the other thing is, they can't carry a huge amount. 
Yeah. It's like I, I was, the thing that brought me about was I think I saw a torpedo and I was like, that's massive. Yeah. Like in relation to the size of the submarine. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they could hold four. Yeah. So like four torpedoes and then they have to go home. <laughs> yeah. And just be like, well, it's a really slow, really chilled, really dark existence. Yeah. I guess I'll go back outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What would bother you more? Falling out of the sky in a plane or sinking down into the ocean in a submarine? Neither sinking. of them work. Like, you, you're you probably going to die either way. Sinking's just slower and more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> if you were falling, there's a part of you that could enjoy the intensity. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're going so fast. Yeah, and you get that whole adrenaline spike of, like, we're about to die. Like Yeah, and, like, you uh, can and see pro- for miles. <laughs> you know, you can aim for, like, I don't know, someone's house. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to fall into Derek's house. Fuck Derek. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. I think you could really get into falling to You'd your death. You'd rather be in a plane crash. Mm. Oh, a plane crash, you say. When you yeah. say, when you said falling, I imagine like falling out of a oh, plane. So oh, I yeah. Guess, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. In no. a plane. In a plane, falling out of the sky. Yeah. Submarine's failed and a plane has failed. They're yeah. both sinking, essentially. <laughs> yeah. One out of the sky, one into the depths. I'd rather, again, be in the plane. Yeah. More doom. As in, like, I imagine you could probably survive being in a sinking submarine for a while, and then there could be an aspect of trying to survive and get out. The, well... But even if... So, I'm, I'm saying, even, gonna... even if I had a choice between surviving in a submarine or dying in a plane crash, <laughs> I'd choose dying in a plane crash. <laughs> yeah, I think I, th- I think plane's got to be the way to go, um, because ugh, dying in a submarine, there's, there's no impact. Plane, very quick. Mm. As soon as you reach the ground, you're gone. Like, there's no... Yeah. There's, there's no possibility of you surviving in, like, crashing in a jetliner or something like yeah, that. There's yeah. just... It's not going to happen. The slides, the oxygen masks, ignore it. None of it works. It's all nonsense. <laughs> but a submarine... Oxygen masks are good, though. It's like, well, eventually we might hit some kind of cliff face and then be stuck there and then we'll all be starved of oxygen and we'll all just die. <laughs> well, yeah, or... Like, the we'll water get, will just pour we'll, in. we'll just keep sinking to the bottom of the ocean... And, and then just the weight of the and world. The weight of the world. Weight of the world will crush everything in this little thing you've camp. ever imagined. Yeah, yeah. No, submarines are weird. But I imagine there's a whole buoyancy thing. So I imagine like engine failure isn't going to make a submarine sink. Yeah, but just being in a thing with loads of people slowly falling to your death just yeah. feels more frustrating. <laughs> but I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Leave me alone. I'm happy I've been in this plane screaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go out all, all like 90s hair metal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's really happy that he's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've only got a few more minutes. Well, the other thing is that I've always, well, still one of the funniest things that I've ever seen are people dying in horrific helicopter crashes. And I just feel like it would be somewhat poignant if I died in some kind of airline accident. Yeah. I can't remember what your position on that was. Are helicopter crashes the funniest way to die? Because they are for me. They're but they're like they're they're pretty hilarious. It's just it's just it's so chaos. Much isn't no, it? yeah. It's just like you shouldn't be able to do this. There's no reason why any human being should be able to just hover in the sky. Yeah. And the audacity that somebody's trying, and <laughs> then just the wind says, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> just blows in the wrong direction, and they yeah. get annihilated. Yeah. I haven't haven't figured out the funniest way to die or the most chaotic way to die or whatever the hell it was we were... Oh, for me, it's still the bride surprising her groom at her wedding by getting her cousin to fly her by helicopter and they just smashed into a whole bunch of telephone poles. That was good. That was just the best. I mean, not for her (laughs) and not for anyone involved. Hey, 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 I think so. I I want to say that that, that's the best... It's tragic, I'll give you that. Yeah, but it's impressive. Yeah, like yeah. if that's where if you're like, how was the wedding? Well, my wife died in a helicopter crash. Yeah, like, what? And then you could you could riff off of that for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, the 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 guy drowning during the proposal was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. That was really good. Yeah. Um, the American Civil War saw much bloodshed as the Union of Northern States set about enforcing a new set of laws that would make the Confederacy of the Southern States give up their 89-year stint of keeping black people as pets. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and unlike pets. Convic- <laughs> pets. Essentially. Well, pets sounds loving. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
pet sounds like there's some kind of care. There's like, oh, I'm going to take my, my pets out for a walk. Oh, I'm going to dress up my pets for Christmas. I think there's... Like, I think the difference between pets Maybe. and property, I think there's definitely a job. Um, <laughs> Don't go out to smash your pets in the face. No, it's true. <laughs> anyway... Um, just brushing that one up to the rug. An unlikely victim of this war was Douglas the Camel, affectionately known by his peers in the 43rd Mississippi Infantry's Camel Regiment as Old Douglas. As part of the Texas Camel Experiment, in lieu of horses, Old Doug would carry instruments and knapsacks during the war for his fellow slave enthusiasts until, <laughs> until his untimely death when he was assassinated by the Union sharpshooters. The Confederacy <laughs> avenged Dougie's death, sending six of their best snipers to take out the camel killer. Old Douglas, having fought valiantly in the Luca campaign and the Battle of Corinth before his untimely death <laughs> in the Siege of Vicksburg, can be found today at Cedar Hill Cemetery in Mississippi. His grave etched with a Confederate flag and a camel Note, uh, notes that he was faithful and patient. He fought bravely, that camel. Old Doug. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, is this, yeah. Did he fight bravely or did he just carry he stuff just around? There? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, they started this... Um, they said that, that Was he just walking around the battlefield saying, all these slave owners, it's weird <laughs> that they've brought their pets out to fight for them. <laughs> How odd. Yeah. That was, um, that, that was for humour. That's not how I feel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just to just to make that clear before someone comes and takes it out of context. <laughs> I was trying to talk about Doug the Camel. Yeah. <laughs> Brush over all this slavery nonsense. I'm not thinking about the economical struggles of a pet owner who needs to buy <laughs> enough food for human-sized pets. Yeah. Um, that was it. Uh, it was part of the Texas Camel Experiment, which sounds like a band to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it was it was something that they were that the 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 government of the uh, the Confederacy were trying out um, because um, if they could use camels instead of horses, they wouldn't need to give them supplies as, as often, like water right. and all of that, because the horses. So they were trying it out with camels, and it just it didn't really work. Like they didn't like they'd follow you around and stuff. They didn't like being tethered. They spooked other horses. Didn't like there like was one sniped. instance where they caused a stampede. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so the, but there was there was this one left, old Douglas, and he was and he, he was with this um, yeah, he was, he was with this with this infantry, and it, and after he was taken out by a sharpshooter, like his his infantry avenged his death. If they targeted the camel, I know they love that camel. Yeah, let's get him. Yeah, well, they were they were nicknamed the Camel Infantry, so it's like, well, (laughs) well, what are you now? (laughs) Make them doubt their own existence. (laughs) I hate to call us pets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hate to think what Texas is doing now. I mean, they tried the camel experiment. It sounds a lot like they're trying the tiger experiment. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, yeah, tigers, horses, tigers. (laughs) Yeah, camels didn't work. Horses. We've done horses. Yeah, we're tired. We've, we've all horses. seen John Wayne. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. going with tigers. It's, it's uh, more camouflaged. Apparently, yeah, not in Texas. Not that much orange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, in Idaho. Yeah. I guess wheat, like some farmland, maybe. Have you seen a tiger leap out of grass? Yeah, it's pretty it's crazy. Surprisingly, for a bright orange creature. Yeah. You know, like, why did you come can't I see you? Yeah. Yeah, it is strange. Yeah, makes you uh, strange as it works. But then it's. I think you're just so used to seeing them out of context. I guess, Mm. like a a big reason why tigers are camouflaged and that is because it's because they go hunting at dusk, so everything's orange (laughs) and black. So like like, it's all like it's it's, it's all like orange sunlight when the sun's setting and stuff. (laughs) They're really camouflaged. Really camouflaged, and it's still like. It's still like yellow, yellow grass, yellow orange, maybe. Mm. I, d- I don't know. It's it's strange, but apparently that's also. Sand. It's not. It's not their. Um, it's not their fur either. If you shave it, their skin's striped. Oh, which is weird. I don't think they've got orange skin, but they've got black yeah, stripes black across. Stripes over this yeah. yeah. Fair enough. That's uh, that's a bonus scum fact there. <laughs> um, Candice Bergen's father Edgar was a famous ventriloquist and asshole. 
During, oh, what a gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> During her early years, Candice would sit across the breakfast table from her father and her brother, Charlie, or at least the dummy that Edgar had convinced her was her brother, as he sat in stoic silence every morning, saying nothing to Candice while her and Charlie chatted away. Um, <laughs> Candice only found out that she was an only child when she opened her father's wardrobe one day and found five different Charlies hanging inside. Oh, that's horrific. (laughs) That moment of realisation of, like, one, dad's hung my brother and cloned him five (laughs) times. Not only that, it's my dad hung my brother. He's done it five times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, it didn't go too far into her life. She was three years old when she found out. Yeah. But it's still like, that's that's some early development there. <laughs> and like, Dad, where's my brother gone? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, and there's always fun little fucked up stuff you want to do to your kids. There must be, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, take your nephew, for example. Right? Okay. I have got a relationship, a friendship with your, uh, with your nephew where mm. he doesn't trust anything I say anymore because... Of the nonsense and surreal stuff I'd yeah. educate him with every single time I met him. Yeah. Convinced him he was a werewolf. Yeah. Um, told him that like wasps knit sweaters for someone <laughs> in particular yeah. in their village or something like that. Just nonsense, absolute nonsense that yeah. I just find funny to say. Um, there must be a sense of wanting to do that to your child as well, like your own child. There is a, yeah. I mean, there is you a, shouldn't because you want they should nonsense, trust you. But convincing them through ventriloquism that they have a brother. <laughs> through, <laughs> through the dark arts <laughs> yeah. of ventriloquism that they've got a friend in this world. Yeah. And they don't. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just a little stupid thing i mean but if you if you had that skill you would use it for something like that <laughs> you would fuck with your kids like that or other oh, yeah. people's kids you'd make all kinds of shit talk like yeah. it would well, just be one of those things your nose when you're a kid yeah they're gonna like make you think that the oven wants to melt you <laughs> and just whatever yeah. just, just throw it out there to try and freak them out yeah. It's how they learn about the real world. Yeah. Don't go near the oven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't trust Uncle Jack. That pig's on coke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's me this week. Right. Yeah. Somewhat productive. Mm. Still going to try and pursue f- more productive things. Yeah. Uh, once I get my eye back, mm. it should be within two weeks. Best two weeks. We'll see. Two weeks. So maybe we'll more eye patch Nick next week. Maybe. Yeah. But maybe I'll go all. Um... Oh, that was it. Last week, I was talking about Greek mythology. Today, I've become a cyclops. Oh, right. You know, that's, <laughs> that's the thread. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was trying to think of it earlier. Yeah, this is how it started last week, wasn't it? But yeah, next week, I might mix it up with a cyclops from X-Men. Mm. Uh, band, not bandage, but thing over his eye. Yep. Either that or I'll be dead. We'll see. see. Tune keep in an next eye week. on the skies. Yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye out for planes losing control. Yeah. And some guy going all hair metal. And on the submarines. Way down. And submarines. Always be wary. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. I'm at Nick Snip. I am at Sing It Steve. We are at Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com. Send us your articles. Send us mm. anything you want us to look at. I had a mate send me one the other day, but oh. I haven't had a look through it properly yet okay so i'll cover it next week that's cool um yeah that's the biggest fun for us is, is yeah, just yeah 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 playing around with other people yeah um, um we also got the facebook page yeah and the website www.pullingteethpodcast.com yeah so go there and interact and have a look around sure that's where everything is yeah all right all right so yeah on to next week